Rock Your Mic Right, podcast to the beat of your own drum. Brought to you by CarlyNimmo.com and Radcasters Podcasting School, where you can learn to podcast like a pro, from a pro. All right, let's go. Today's recording conditions are not ideal. It is torrential rain here. And I've had a week where my daughter is transitioning into school. We've had a lot of disruptions, a lot of personal stuff going on. And uh, yeah, and I kind of left recording this to the last minute. It's Thursday afternoon. I've had a full week of client calls and wrapping up this round of frequency and, and just no opportune moment came by where I could record. Even today, I had a little space this morning and the dog next door was barking. So what is going on right now is uh, something that I see a lot of podcasters face and it can be enough to derail us. And as a someone who works in audio, I often say that done is better than perfect. And this is an example of that. So there is torrential rain. I'm actually recording this with a different microphone. It's the Apogee 96K little USB mic that I used to use for interviews, but I haven't used for a while. It's like my travel voiceover microphone uh, in my lounge room, which is not my recording studio. So the sound may be a little different in this episode, but we do what we have to do as podcasters to get our content out there. And uh, my, my studio at the moment is a makeshift studio since we bought our house, which has a tin roof. So with this torrential rain comes a lot of ambient sound and it's just way too much at the moment to even consider recording out there. So here I am in my lounge room recording this episode under not ideal audio circumstances, but the show must go on. And today I wanted to talk to you about transitioning from interviews or coming out from hiding behind interviews into exploring doing a solo show. So this is something that a lot of people who work with me are looking to maybe do, but they're a little bit afraid. So they have maybe an interview style show. They know they need to get more of them out there, but they just aren't sure what they would talk about, if they would have enough to say, if people want to hear just them. And as someone who has done both interviews and uh, solo casts, I guess, I thought I would share a little bit of a structure to help you if you are thinking about coming out from behind the interview. Because as a podcaster, particularly if you are a podcaster who's looking to build a business as a coach or a consultant or you're selling your own products or services, it is really important for people to get a feel for you. And often when we're just doing interview after interview after interview, what we're actually doing is highlighting other people's expertise, not necessarily our own. So injecting a little bit more you into your show can be a really great way for people to connect with you. And personally, what I found was when Carlosophy started, I did a bit of both. I did interviews and I did what I would call a free flow combo or what other podcasters might call a solo cast, just me. And initially I found the interviews to be the most popular you know, podcast episodes that I would release. But eventually they evened out. And in the end, when I spoke to my hardcore listeners, they really said to me that they preferred the solo cast. So then I just moved into a solely solo show. And 
I can tell you, I had all the feels. What if, what if I'm not enough for them? What, you know, like, what if I don't, what if I don't know what I'm going to say? What if I run out of things to say? And that was a very real concern for me starting this podcast. I think it's why it took me five years to start a podcast about podcasting. Part of it was I wasn't really sure what my specific conversation around this was and I hadn't really landed on how I fit into this space. And partly it was because I honestly thought like, how am I going to create content every week? Like how how much is there that I have to say around podcasting? And in fact, it's something that I've been thinking a lot about lately because I'm like, well, how much more is there for me to say? But there's always something more to say. And I guess that brings me to my first point, really, which is don't let yourself be turned off by thinking that you don't have enough to say. There is inspiration around us all of the time, particularly if you are in the coaching or consulting or, you know, product offering space, we can respond to what is happening around us. So, for example, this particular episode was inspired by a client session I had this morning. A person who has so much incredible wisdom to share and has been hiding behind interviews because that's where she's comfortable. And stepping out from behind that has brought up a whole bunch of stuff for her. And a lot of her questions were around, well, how do I do it? And that's what has caused me to record this episode. So there's always things that you can, always things that you can be responding to around you through the interactions that you have with clients, through things you see happening in the world that you can comment on. There's always something to say. And when you have the pressure of a deadline, you will find something, right? Like, I found something today to talk about, and I actually found a bunch of other things that I'm going to record, which really brings me to point number two, which is like, how do I do this? Often I batch, not for Carlosophies, but for Rock Your Mic Right, a lot of the, a lot of it does come down to batching, making sure that I have enough so that I can feel comfortable and not too stressed. This is an unusual situation that I've found myself in today, having to record in these conditions. Um, But that was due to just off the back end of six weeks of holidays, a lot of life has thrown a lot of shit at me in 2020 so far, and having a school transition plus my regular client load meant that batching has become super important and I just happened to get to the end of that batch due to just needing to get into that first week of school. So batching is really something that if if you're planning to do solo, I highly recommend you give a go. If you have a show, like I don't batch Carlosophies because it's just what's on top for me that week and there's always something on top. Even if it's like I'm feeling really uninspired right now, that's what's on top, right? If you're happy to go with that kind of not structured way, then you can do that. But if your show requires you to have a bit more strategy around it and be a bit more um, structured, then batching is a really great way to take that stress off you. Before when I was talking about responding to whatever comes up in your periphery, what comes up in client sessions, what comes up with your customers, what questions they have, one thing that I like to do is just create a little spreadsheet. I have a little spreadsheet that when when an idea comes up in a session, I'll make a note on my session notes and then after the session finishes, I'll put it in a spreadsheet with some little explanation notes because what I find sometimes is I'll be really inspired and I'll understand what something means in the moment. So I might come up with like a little line 
about it. But then when I go to record it two or three weeks later, I'm not really sure what the, the story was there. So I'll create like a little headliner and then like a little explanation, maybe a couple of dot points. That brings me to structure, right? Because once we have some ideas and we have an opportunity to, to create some content batch-wise, I feel like what comes next is some kind of structure. For me, what that structure will look like, particularly with Rock Your Mic Right, not for Carlosophies because it's just completely free-flow stream of consciousness stuff, but for this particular show, what I'll do is I'll write like the headline for the show and then I'll write down maybe a question or two and I'll put some dot points of topics or points that I want to make sure I hit on. So, for example, on here, my, my notes for this particular episode are how do I structure my show? How do I do a solo show? And then I've just got written down spreadsheet to remind me that, yes, that's what I do. I respond to things in client sessions or what comes up in Facebook groups or, you know, I use life around me to inspire the content and I pop it into a spreadsheet so that it's there for when I'm ready to, which is my next point, my next dot point, batch, batching. Batching is really important if you want to take the stress out of, I don't know what I'm going to say. You know, when you're feeling in flow, you just record a bunch of content so that when you're not, you don't have to be forcing anything. It's about making it easier for yourself, right? And also playing to the way that your creative cycle works. So the next point I've got here is bullet points. And then after that, I've got summary and CTA, which is the structure of the show. Basically, I have like what the show's about. I have three, three bullet points, which are spreadsheets to remind me, batching to remind me about what I'm going to say about batching and bullet points. So that's what I've just said, right? Like have five or six bullet points of things that you absolutely want to talk about in that episode. And then the next thing is to make sure that you have some kind of structure for your show. What I mean by that is that often we'll get to the end of an episode, and I've mentioned this before in an episode, it can be a little bit awkward. So knowing how you're going to finish an episode, particularly when you're doing solo, can really help you not waffle on at the end. If you've ever done public speaking and you're anything like me, one of the most awkward things can be like, how do I wrap this up? How do I wrap up a Facebook Live? How do I wrap up a podcast episode when it's just me? Oh, God, this feels like really awkward. When I'm public speaking, mostly I end with thank you <laughs> because it symbolizes the end, right? And then the people know when to clap. Hopefully they'll clap. Having some kind of way to end really helps you be able to end rather than just go on and on and on and on. For me, the way I do that is generally, and you may have noticed in, in previous episodes, it's something that I've just cultivated during this show, and that is a summary. Towards the end of the episode, I will recap what we've talked about today. So what we've talked about today is that question of like solo shows. How do you go about it? How do you structure it? We respond to what's going on around us. We pop it into a spreadsheet. We make sure that then we're batching content around our creative flow if we can so that we have enough space to come up with more creative ideas rather than feeling pressured all the time. We can create bullet points to make sure that we hit on the things that we want to hit on, and then we can summarize at the end. And the last thing I've got on my list is a call to action. That is the way that I will wrap up a show, right? Summarize, 
and then give you some kind of call to action if there's something that I feel like you need to know. And today, the call to action is for you to go to my website, carlinimo.com, and jump on my list because while my Frequency Podcasters launch program has officially closed, I will be opening the doors to the Podcasting Development Program and Mastermind, which is a six-month program really taking your show to the next level. And when I say that, it is about alignment of your show. It is about refinement of your show. It is about all the things that we talk about here, honing your craft, honoring yourself, honoring the medium. It's also about growth. And I'm talking growth in all ways, audience growth, personal growth, business growth. It goes for six months and it includes an incredible uh, mix of one-on-one group work, And there's an in-person element if you can be in Australia in March. It might not be March for this group, but we'll see what happens. Uh, And and you get access to Radcasters, which is my fundamentals course on podcasting. So if that's of interest to you, make sure you're on my list. I will also be opening up because I understand that people like to um, work with me in different ways. And the reason I developed the Podcasters Development Program is due to the fact that I would do these podcast reviews and often people would get all of this great information and not really do anything with it. So the podcast development program was a way of breaking it down so that we really upgrade your show during the time we're together Uh, rather than me just give you a whole bunch of information and then you have to find the gumption to, you know, actually do the work. But what I've realized is some people like to have eat fast food and some people like a degustation menu. So if you are the fast food kind and you just need a few hours with me to really get your strategy right and to go over your show with a fine tooth comb and get all the inspo that you need in order to hone the show yourself, then I'll be opening up some one-off sessions. Make sure you are on my list, carlynimo.com, to hear more about that. It is coming. All right, that is it from me today. We managed an episode during torrential rain, not ideal conditions, sitting in my lounge room with a different mic set up. (laughs) We do what we got to do to keep the podcast train moving right. Until next week, peace out. Carly Nimmo signing off. Bye-bye now.